listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text us on 812.15 about, you know, stuff that's interesting or funny or has potential to produce either of those effects. <laughs> Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. That is your quest, should you choose to accept it. OK. We were just discussing um, how different the 80s would have been if um, Harry Enfield, loads of money <laughs> character, hadn't been a builder but had been a stationer. Yeah. So that he says things like, um, loads of pens. <laughs> loads <laughs> of pens! And the crowd go, yes! <laughs> it would have changed the whole attitude to... People would still be writing, I think, freehand yeah. under that influence. They really would. Loads of hull reinforcers. <laughs> <laughs> People still use those. Do they? Do they? I don't know. I'm asking you. Do you well, remember little think... stickers that got me? Yes. They were like corn plasters for yes. paper. And they went on the paper. And you know what? I love them for a project. Because they'll easily tear. Once you put them in a, in a, a, a lever yeah. arch. Once they go in that lever arch, they're dead to me. They can be torn at any time. Yeah. You know, I, never... I don't mean deliberately. I mean, you just bring no, it on. No. And then it won't go back in. And... I mean, I think people enjoy the ritual of stationery. I certainly do. Mm, I love, love a jumbo pad. Oh, I like, yeah. I like a notebook and a pen, but I'm not getting into hull, <laughs> hull protectors. It's a bit technical for Re- you. Reinforce, reinforcers, wasn't it? Hull reinforcers, yes. Too really? deep. I'm not going that deep. Be a good title for a Hollywood movie, The Hull Reinforcer <laughs> with um, Vin it? Diesel. <laughs> Would it? Yeah. What about a, pla- a plazzy folder? Now, this is getting a bit technical for you, Al. A plazzy yeah. folder with two holes in it? Come on. Oh, those That's things. my favourite. Yeah. What about those? Um, you're looking, what, you're what about, well, if I had visual aids for my Tudor project, for yeah. example, <laughs> I'd pop them in there, postcards from Hampton Court, go yeah. in that um, plazzy folder. I didn't really get into stationery until what I would call later <laughs> life. <laughs> but now it's, it's the best. Still, um, enough of that. Well, I say enough of that. Not like I'm now going to move on to something massively relevant, but you know what I mean. Yeah. We chew the fat. That's what we do on this show. I chew a lot less than I used to. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. So, um, I'll tell you what, I I, I had a a sort of a gathering at my house. Seance. I'm going to use it, a soiree. I'm going to use that phrase. You know that people say that. Well, it's good that you say that because the young people, I know this from my niece, there's a huge distinction between the gathering and the party these days with the youth. Oh, is there? So if you say, did you have a party? Because it's not a party, it's a gathering. Because a gathering means you're not trying too hard, I think. And then parents feel it won't get out of control as well, so you can't call it a party. Right. I felt I was trying quite hard. It was lovely. I went, I mean, I had two. In, I had a, a, a kid's party in the morning, so I took my, my um, son, who's nearly five, to a, a party. Uh, when I saw what the theme... They all have themes, these kids' parties, you probably know. Right. So when I saw the theme, I said to my partner, Kath, I said, you should take him to this one, this theme will suit you down to the ground. And then I realised you, you actually pronounce it Moana. <laughs> and so... Um, it was all based on this film, um, Moana. Do you know it? You I know, know Moana. I know Set Moana. somewhere in the Pacific Islands, yes. I believe. Yes. So, I, so Boswell is a pirate. You know, it's yeah. there or thereabouts. Yeah. They're peripatetic pirates. They are. Yeah. And I don't think anyone's going to argue with that. The good thing that. about a pirate Largely is that he could wash up yeah. anywhere. Yeah. So he could sort of end up 
yeah. any fancy dress party. Well, I don't know if he could do the Star Wars. <laughs> oh, oh in that bar, there was all that sorts bar, going yeah, on. Yeah. I suppose it could be a Disney-themed, yeah. uh, and you could yeah. have Star Wars and Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, yeah, just put some eyeliner on him, good to go. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so it was all based on this film, Moana, which is set in the, in the Pacific. And there was a, an a, a entertainer who was a woman who sang and got them singing and all that, who wore um, a grass skirt. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know, as you'd, as you'd expect in that yes. kind of uh, context. And it did strike me. I'm surprised it hasn't caught on as a general <laughs> fashion item. Oh, OK, I'm not. The grass skirt. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Because I don't want to wear a grass skirt. You I mean, see, it's stressful enough. This, is a, this is a woman from the fashion industry. And it's that sort of narrow-mindedness <laughs> that has kept it kept it tied in corners rather well, than released. Credit where credit's due. You were an early adopter of the cape, Frank, and well, it's everywhere indeed. now. Not to mention the hound's tooth. Yeah. I wonder about the grass skirt though. Is it is it not catching on here because of climate reasons? Like well, I mean, would go look, out let, and me, then suddenly let me quali- in a wet grass skirt. Let me qualify it. And it doesn't have to be real grass. I mean, astroturf skirt. Well, <laughs> anything straight. I mean, you wouldn't want real grass because the last thing you want on a skirt is cuckoo spit. Yeah. <laughs> and a grass, I find. I say that, but I, I think I could probably um, play a. Whatever happened to about cuckoo spit? Do you remember yes. cuckoo spit? Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen any since the eighties. What is it? That stuff on grass? It's the stuff that looks like somebody's gobbed yeah, on I grass. Yeah, I know what that is, yeah. It's been largely replaced by gob, hasn't it, in the, uh, <laughs> in the modern world? Well, wait, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing it wasn't cuckoo's bit, was it? It's been no. replaced by decking, is what it's been replaced by, <laughs> in the 90s well, revolution. Good, good cuckoo's yeah. bit, though, must have been a natural phenomenon, and I find the natural world is a bit less prone to follow fashion. Mm-hmm. So why would that disappear? I can see why people don't have grass or cut their lawns or whatever they do. I think but this is one of your great textings. I think it's got all. Can the someone aid? Can someone just tell me what cuckoo spit is? I'd really appreciate that. Eight twelve fifteen. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. You look like a man with news. I've got news from you the outside world. You look like that world. man who arrived from the Battle of Marathon. <laughs> and I never thought I would get to say this, certainly not on um, breakfast radio. Nymph secretions, Frank, that's what I've got here. Take that back. Zero, <laughs> zero, 080. Zero. Can I stop you a second? I, I'm asking um, the world what cuckoo spit is this morning. Yeah. Can I say extraordinary that, scenes the, here at Absolute Radio. The scenes. producer and the scenes. assistant producer not only don't know what it is, but they've never heard of it. Mm. Oh. So I'm assuming it's a... How can it be a generational thing when it's a natural phenomenon? That's like young phenomenon. people not having heard of tigers. Cuckoos <laughs> aren't cool anymore. Face yeah, it, it, Frank. But if people said tigers, that's fair. Bit, they're a bit 70s, aren't they? Yeah. Well. <laughs> you know what? I know what they mean about tigers. <laughs> they are a they bit 70s. They are quite 70s. A lot of children's books in the 70s, yes. them as a central theme. So do you want to know about cuckoos? I really do. Well, Alan, 080 over to you. has texted nymph secretions, which sounds worse than gob in many ways. Um, but we've also had people saying cuckoo spit is the secretion of the frog hopper nymph. What is that? I, I see, I think of a nymph as a sort of a... a I'm oh. worried this sounds a bit Wikipedia. They've gone to Wikipedia. No, I think there's um, some... They wouldn't do that. No, well, I don't think so. Well, you know what these people are like. And Chip what I do like... Chip has texted. 
Yes, go on. Chip has texted, hi, Frank. I think, I like I think, (laughs) when you're giving somebody the answer. No, that's good. I think cuckoo spit was the fluid that surrounded a bug before it hatched. Brackets, possibly daddy long legs, but I'm no David Attenborough. But again, I, I don't like the past tense. Does it no. mean that the, the, nat, the, the no. natural world has stopped doing if that? If you want the present tense, let's go over to 189, who says, I have cuckoo spit. This is live from his garden. Breaking Fantastic. news, breaking news. On my sage plant in the garden as I text. I wish we could go over to him like a reporter. <laughs> it's on a she, it's Sarah. Uh, morning, Frankie. I'm here in... Um, Western Supermare. She's Western Supermare. I'm she. here in Western Supermare. Um, the sea is out. That's about seven <laughs> miles. She says, no idea what it is, but it's still a thing. Yeah. So, you know, it still exists. Well, it's Sarah. a secretion of the um, nymph. <laughs> but I'm sure well, it isn't a nymph. I don't say it like you knew what it was. Lorena's <laughs> said cuckoo spit is the protective coating for the larvae of the frog hopper. Hope that helps. Okay. I don't think that's the Lorraine, although that would be a result, wasn't it? <laughs> a frog hopper. I should have gone with my Scottish Frank accent if it was Lorraine. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to take some Frank Skinner show, but it's so dear. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, uh, the frog hopper sounds like a creature that has illicit um, relationships with frogs. <laughs> <laughs> He's a right frog hopper, that one. You can imagine the other creatures saying yeah. He gets about. Oh, well, that's... Um, I'm not really got quite a sure what a frog hopper... Frank. Someone has I know what it looks tweeted. like. I like the sound of the Calm, sage plants. Hold your high horses. I'm just saying someone has sent us a lovely photograph of their own garden. Oh, oh nice. Which is lovely. Not if it's co- covered in <laughs> spit. <laughs> so cuckoo spit obviously wasn't cuckoo spit. A nymph, I'm assuming, is a... A bug. Bug. Yeah. And it covers itself in spit. Where did it get it from? Pavements. I know why the young people don't see it. Because they're what? always looking at their phones. Ah, <laughs> of course! <laughs> My course, sorted. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've got a lot of frog hopper correspondence. Oh, yes. But I'd also like to just slot in here uh, another missive we've had on the, on the tweets. Oh, yeah. This is from Bugsy who says, I'm reading the Andre Agassi book, and his dad kept salt in his pocket in case of a fight. Oh, like my dad? Yes. That I've got amazing. so much in common with Andre Agassi. <laughs> he but... was from Las Vegas, I believe. Was he? So that's travelled extraordinarily well. I thought it was a northeast thing, but that's... Uh, he was an interesting um, character, wasn't he? I haven't read the book, but people have told me about it. Oh. One of the things he used to do when, when Agassi was a baby... Is he made a small mob- mobile with um, tennis balls, and he used to? Um, I think he taped a, a, a tiny tennis racket to the baby's baby Andre's hands, and he used to wave it at these balls. I mean that. Do you do that with Buzz Frank? Do you have to uh, take my wife and, <laughs> and sundry other jokes revolving around? <laughs> well, we got strikers at West Brom who's. Uh, Dad's hung um, a cow's behind <laughs> up over, and then they taped a banjo <laughs> to their hands. And uh, very few of them ever made contact. I like that. I got that. Anyway, it's, yeah, I've, that. I've heard. I got that. I was paying attention in the nineties. I was a lad. I've heard it's one of the uh, one of the great sports autobiographies. Uh, very much. That. Yeah. There you go. People Meanwhile, over in the garden. Yeah. Al. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
712 has texted, I have it in my garden and my wife is convinced it's me Oh, spitting. that we should say what... <laughs> not <laughs> just I have just it in my garden. In? I mean, I know that's your business. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking yes. about the cuckoo spit. It's fine, as long as it's not overlooked, 712. Well, yeah, when you say it's your business, it's <laughs> actually the neighbour's business as well. Well, that is true. And also they've texted in, so they're making it public. They never mind, though, the neighbours, do they? Depends on the neighbours. Yes. Mm. Uh, William Blake apparently used to... Uh, he used to what? He used to be um, naked with his wife in his garden. Really? Hmm. Is that right? Yeah. All right. William Blake. Got a problem with that? <laughs> William Blake news breaking on Absolute yeah, exactly. Radio. <laughs> yeah. What I like, Al, is uh, yeah. getting strangely defensive on William Blake's behalf. <laughs> what I like about... Got a about... problem with that? You know, he's, uh, he's in a gang with him. Well, Frank's neighbour popped her head over the fence but you've the heard other of, day, which I love. You've heard of hot gossip. That's very, very cold gossip, <laughs> the, uh, William Blake. Did she really? Oh, I like that over the fence. I lo- well, she was a lovely woman, and I loved the fact that she just went, hello, and popped her head over. Nice. Yeah, we had a, what, are we back at the gathering? Oh, sorry, we'll go no, back no, to the gathering right. later, because well, it did anyway, take place in the garden. This 712 character, we, we, you were trying to explain to anybody that's just joined, we're discussing this cuckoo spit phenomenon yeah that you thought may have faded away it's gone but it can't it can't the, way of the dodo and uh, 712 is saying i have it in my garden and my wife is convinced it's me spitting that i don't like that don't... it could have gone worse mate yeah <laughs> <laughs> don't like the wife's suspicion there no exactly wow. you could have tr- i mean trust's so important in a relationship do you think in it anyway we'll, we'll leave cuckoo spit alone i know some <laughs> I of our so. readers are getting irate that yes. we're going on about it. Yeah. <laughs> They've not heard the show before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we usually we, we, we deal with the major issues in life. <laughs> I just think it's... I mean, is it an evolution thing? that it's, They don't need it anymore because they've developed... Um, yeah. A shell. Some sort of pupae um, reinforcers, a bit like the old hole reinforcers <laughs> used to get in stationers. And there you are, as T.S. Eliot said, in my end is my beginning... <laughs> Dean and Cochran. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute radio. Anyway, you know what? I was making a serious point about the uh, about the grass skirt. Because if you yeah. made it out of something other than grass, something synthetic and less scratchy, you know, mm-hmm. in the summer, you'd wear, you know, women would wear those like little boxer short things. So you're not going to... You know, give anything like away. Pants, maybe. Boxer well, shorts? Not. Who wears them? <laughs> well, you are a touch, <laughs> dear. Let's face it. Boxer so, shorts? Let's go with the uh, hot pants under the grass skirt. Well, I mean, just like great I'm out of touch because I don't wear boxer shorts. <laughs> don't fight it. Just go with it. You get used to it after a bit. The first ten years are the worst. <laughs> of being out of touch. Yeah. But wouldn't it be great in the summer? What? Yeah, it to wear grass. a skirt? Oh, well, I'm still not fit with Do, you on the grass skirt. I'm trying, can Frank. I just, it could be a softer, you know, m- material. You see, I'm, you'll see like, it. They'll, they'll be everywhere. And I've had a little brainwave. What about hay? I've had a little brainwave. Rather than the grass or hay... What about cotton? And um, instead of the strips, maybe just do it all in, like, one... So it's just a skirt with a rip a in skirt, it? A skirt, yeah, just a skirt. Yeah. No. Is that the evolution that's no, happened already? See, all you need to do is sort of have a sort of synthetic-type grass, the thing that's soft. What about, Frank, you know in those shops, those convenience stores with the little curtain strips <gasps> that let curtain. you through to the back? Yes. Could you have that on the skirt? I'll where meet you halfway. Where the elderly relatives sit yes. looking through. <laughs> yes. yes. Nice. I'll meet you there. 
Well, anyway. That so, as a um, skirt would be good, because it would match a lot of different outfits with it being multicolored. Well, exactly. I was talking to the uh, producer on the phone the other day. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's gone a bit was... Robert. <laughs> she was telling me about... That's the answer machine message. My producer said to me. <laughs> She's talking about someone wearing uh, a trouser suit. Yeah. And it was... Um, the first time that it occurred to me that if women wear a trouser suit, they call it a trouser suit. If they wear a skirt suit, yeah. they call it a suit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's wrong with a skirt suit? Good point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Get yourself a time. skirt suit. What about a grass skirt suit? <laughs> yes. Well, a skirt suit has slightly negative connotations, Does I always it? feel. I think. Yes, I feel When you so. say you always feel, have you heard the phrase before? <laughs> skirt suit. All the time. Really? I did work in fashion for a long time. I accept I'm out yeah. of touch now, as of this morning. But <laughs> what they call skirt them skirt suit, suits? Yes. Oh, okay, fair enough. I would say that was a sort of um, lady on her way to court, would be in a skirt suit. It was an 80s. Oh. Um, yes. W- women, when women were shown they were strong in business, they wore skirt suits, mm-hmm. didn't they? Yeah, air hostess. I like the way um, in America trouser suits are called pants suits for obvious reasons. Yeah. Yes. But the idea that you might be wearing just pants <laughs> that are made out of the same material as your jacket, <laughs> I love that. Nice. And then little grass skirt over the top. <laughs> You're absolutely made. Well, that's my, um, that's my number decided for tonight. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. So, look, I, I must tell you about my, my gathering because um, Emily Dean oh, was yeah. there with Ray, her friend Ray. He's my dog. <laughs> he's, right. a, he's a dog. He, 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 he played blind. He went down very well with the assembled children. Well, he's, he's oh, sort nice. of child size, if you yes. know what I mean, whereas yes. a big dog just knocks them over and takes the sandwiches out of their hands. <laughs> That's, right. That's what they do. That's what they do to the big dogs. Yeah. So I bought um, four cooked chickens, two, oh, two French sticks. yeah. Five gold rick. No, I did. I bought a packet of balloons, and yeah. that's not a colloquialism. <laughs> and some tulips, and that's a party right there, in my opinion. Yeah. So it, we wow. were all set, and we had people around. There was loads of kids. Full party there and was a couple of carrier bags. Absolute feast. Can I just was say, it? it was it was Hampton Court feast. It was lovely. Chicken and bread. Chicken, bread, <laughs> all sorts. Quiche. The highlight was for me. Quiche? There was a. The kids, they start. Um, one of my friends um, asked the kids quiz questions, and if they got them wrong, they got squirted in water. And uh, that's how you, that's how you teach them. That that's is... what Frank's thinking of introducing that policy on our show. Yeah, <laughs> it's a bit like the old show jumping hedgehog skins on the top of the fence thing they used to oh, use in the yeah. old days. But anyway, um, not that I approve of that. No. Um, no. But anyway, uh, so one of the kids is about. I think he's about three. Um, he had the um, water pistol pint- pointed at him, and I particularly enjoyed this. Um, is that my friend said, "Okay, um, what's one plus one?" And the kid said, "Africa." <laughs> <laughs> and I've spent the whole week thinking, is there any way that could be true in a sort of philosophical way? <laughs> you know, so it, like it, it was an old fielding, to be fair. It was, <laughs> it was like the most. Complex cryptic crossword clue of all time. It really so the, was. You know, one plus one is the clue, and the answer is African. You, then you have to try and work out why it is. But I was very impressed by that. And did yeah. that child get squirted? Then is that is that how it played out? I'm afraid he had to get squirted. Excellent. It was good, it was a good Excellent. good guess, but uh, um, close but no cigar. Yeah. Is they say. Not the right at his age. No. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Frank Skinner. 
on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Um, I know we're now into the funny things, though, so this isn't a funny thing. Um, but I was with um, my child and a woman um, the other day, and a woman said, uh, Oh, do you, are you going to go to blah, blah? Does your daddy know what to do if um sounds about blah, blah, blah? And he said, My daddy always knows what to do. Excellent. Oh, what a lovely response. And if, God forbid, I was the sort of person who said, No pressure then. I would have said no pressure then. <laughs> but obviously I'd never say no pressure no. then because that's only Dave Swift in sales <laughs> right. who says that. Oh, no pressure then. That, that's that. <laughs> but I don't want to... But one other thing which I feel I need to share with you. Um, my son said to me... Um, Adrian Childs was at my house. And my son said to me, is Adrian from Birmingham? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, oh. we're not going to the specifics, but more or less that is where he's from the West. So I said, um, yes. And he said, is that why he's your friend? Oh, because and I he's said, from Birmingham. Well, it might have something to do with it. And then he said, and he's Matthew from Birmingham. It's another friend. Yeah. And I said, uh, no, no, he isn't. You know, not all my friends are from Birmingham. Yeah. And, he's, and then he said, and without any prompting, well, Emily definitely <laughs> isn't from Birmingham. So <laughs> <laughs> what do you... Well, how have you picked up on that? There's so much depth in that statement. What the way if it's it was a said. strange euphemism. Yeah, definitely isn't. <laughs> I mean, correct, but there's a lot of uh, deep understanding in yeah. there. Yeah, oh, they're wise God. beyond their years. Oh, sometimes. they're wise. <laughs> they're so wise. <laughs> the Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from eight on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner. Um, I'm with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Uh, you can text our show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. That's Emily, my advice. Emily Dean Asterix, definitely not from Birmingham. Mm. That's my new biog, according to Buzz. Uh, it's a uh, strange phenomenon. Mm. No, 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 no. Um, but it does nothing to dent from uh, my love for Birmingham's. Um, would we describe Harry Styles as a friend of this show? We quite often... Uh, no. <laughs> this show has often been feet Harry Styles, hasn't it? Has it? I think we've... I don't think... Well, uh, who I think is he's been he? kicking around in the uh, catalogue of uh, rogues that we discuss. Um, I, don't, I don't think I think I once said he looked like a really attractive, sort of yummy mummy on the school run, wearing a, man, ah. a, a boyfriend blazer. Right. Oh, that's it. I, I when I think of Harry Styles, it, it's a be- His hair is so lovely. It's lustrous. <laughs> so luxe. Dense. Really, great, really yeah. dense. Yeah. Yes. And I've always been, ever since I was young, I've always envied a low forehead. Have you? Because mm. um, my I got a head like a light bulb. Mm. Um, and uh, mm. I mean, in in a thousand years' time, everyone will have a head like mine. Why? Because that's how evolution's going. Oh, I see. Big brains. Um, yeah. But he, d- I think people look better with a low forehead, and he's got he's got so much thick hair. That's the, <laughs> that's what's made him a superstar. He could get lost in that hair. Well, you say he's been made a superstar, but he's had a tough week in uh, superstardom news. <laughs> he, with the new albums out, have you heard he's the gone album? Solo. The new albums dropped. Is ah. what I believe they say now. <laughs> 
They don't release albums anymore, Frank. They drop them. Yeah, that, that's a quite that's a negative. Fine. They're, not, uh, they're not scratchable. It's not, <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be a problem if you drop. Well, the they've new album. used it in uh, the fashion world for many years now. Oh, right. A new collection drops. Trainer drops. I think they've stolen. Exactly. I think yeah. they've stolen it. You think? Uh, mm. Anyway. Anyhow, it's, it's just it's sounds just negative. Album. It's it not just the new like... album that dropped. He also... Uh, <laughs> what? He had, his trousers. He had, he had a crack. He's singing a bit deeper now. <laughs> no, no, it's not that. I mean, you would think it was his trousers that dropped with his rep, but... Uh, aye, but no. aye, 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 aye. Bit more like... Not, not as light as the, um, as the William Blake gossip. <laughs> But still not hot off the press. I think yes, so. Harry Styles gets a bow. But he had a he had a crack at a stage. I seem dive. to remember there is a record. I seem to remember the record we're after is we once um, had a bit of Isaac Newton gossip on here, <laughs> literally about him being a not very nice bloke. No, I believe what you called him, Frank, was uh, a bit of a nasty piece of work. <laughs> Isaac Newton. There you go, everyone. Nasty uh, piece of work. That's it. Anyway, so, so um, yeah, Harry Styles had a go at um, had a go at a stage dive during his solo show, and uh, it says that they quickly dropped him. Either they weren't expecting him to jump, or his fan base does not have the upper body strength. It no. says it I, says in the article. Well, that's that. what it is. It's not the Coldplay keeps oh. a man in the sort of Hackett rugby shirt. They can't handle right. him. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, t- I saw uh, Enter Shikari at the Astoria. And one oh, of their fans, this on radio. <laughs> one of their fans uh, jumped off the balcony, and they still caught they still caught him. The crowd below. Wow! Wow! It was um, yes, very good upper body strength on the Enter Shikari fans, but I can see. I imagine. Work, yeah. I, I mean, I what 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 do you picture as a Harry Styles fan? Fourteen year old. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he kicked Quite one slight. girl in the head with his Gucci shoe. Yeah. I love that she noticed it was Gucci. Well, I did wonder if, you know, those, these stories are sometimes created oh. in order to promote the Gucci shoe, and then there's the story. Oh, don't be that, that cynical. I, I, I mean, I want a Gucci shoe now. I'm not saying that... <laughs> they maybe, don't need your money. They're doing Maybe I'll that. do a stage See, my first thought, <laughs> when I read that, I thought, well, what about the spikes? That's dangerous. But then I misunderstood that I thought it was Gucci, as in Graham Gooch, the former England oh. opening batsman. <laughs> Gucci shoes. Gucci. Yeah, yeah. Some yeah. Gucci shoes on, and that would have been that would have been genuinely dangerous. There's not been many Graham Gooch jokes on radio for a few What I like, while. Al, is that Got he... any gossip about it? Graham <laughs> <laughs> Gooch gossip here on Absolute Radio. Um, what he I like... was one of the first cricketers to go into the um, hair loss. Um, advertising oh, business and so it's a tradition in um is it is that cricket. what they do yeah. what about my childhood crush who you may recall oh Frank? yes do you know who yes who it was, it was Bobby um, crush. no no i tell you i remember I'll give you a few now. minutes to think about it but i was obsessed by this yes, person it was, in the it, 80s because my father was into cricket and it was I the tall all-rounder um, he was gangly all-rounder Pigeon toad okay. he was a bits and bobs player i would say <laughs> do you want me to put you out your middle sex go on Derek Pringle. Derek Pringle, yes, that's right. Anyway, I don't know whether things have gone awry for him on the hair front. I'm not sure. I find with Derek Pringle, once you pop, you can't stop. <laughs> so you dodged a bullet there. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We were discussing Styles O. Styles Yeah. Styley. Mm. And the. Uh, his his attempt at a stage dive. There's also a confusing thing in the article where I think 
I think there's a magazine called Seventeen. I'm guessing it's targeted at seventeen-year-olds.、Oh, yes. Correct. Yes, but no,、um, targeted at fifteen-year-olds generally. Is that right? Yeah, people about two or three years younger will buy the magazine. Oh, because、that、they want they want to be seventeen. I yes, see.、Okay. I、oh, see. Confusing.、Mm. Is that why I go on saga holidays? Is that, <laughs> is that what that's all about? Well, I, I go on them to Paul. Anyway, this article describing Harry Styles' gig, it then starts cross-promoting <laughs> other publicity, and it says seventeen were in attendance. And I thought I would have、oh. thought he'd have a better time. Yeah, well, we've all、that. we've all had gigs like that. Was it Edinburgh? Yeah, no, no wonder they dropped him. There was probably only about five that I were mean, looking that in the right. I mean, that would have been rammed that gig. Yeah, packed. I must have told you about when I went to see a friend's band at the Water Rats in King's Cross. Right. London. What happened? No, I I did a stage dive. I wasn't even on stage. I got up on stage in order to do a stage dive. I just got carried away. Simple as that. Was this pre? I mean, was this、no. in the Central Reservation years or this? This is, was in the nineties、so, when、Gucci、I was in、shoes? my pump. Gucci、yeah. shoes or?、Um, No, I wore coochie shoes, which were brought out by Bernie Winters. Coochie, 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 and、um, oh, I've got some good gossip about him. <laughs> no, not really. He's not a nasty piece of work. No, he's、uh, not. He's Shamal. No longer with us. That's、yes. what he is.、True. Anyway,、um, <laughs> so I, 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 yeah, I got up on stage. It wasn't very high. It was like a couple of feet high, I suppose.、Mm. And I jumped off, and the crowd、um, separated. Made no attempt to catch me, and I. I managed to land on my feet, but my, one of my legs just completely <laughs> gave way, and it was the most ungraceful thing. And as I fell to the ground quite hard, all the change、um, <laughs> ran out and felt, come out my pockets,、right. and I could see like、um, pennies. I mean, go, rolling、wow. quite a long way. You know, sometimes they'll go for miles. Oh yeah, they can go. And I started gathering them up. It was quite a pathetic. Because I don't know if you remember, but I'm saving pennies because I'm encouraging my action man to、uh, <laughs> use Honestly, a coaster. The weirdest stage dive I've ever、it、heard was, in my life.、Yeah. It ended. It, but I it mean, was the fact that Martin doesn't gather up the two p coins. I would say that for six minutes after my stage dive, <laughs> I was crawling around the floor gathering up the change.、Fantastic. People were picking it up and giving it to me. <laughs> I mean, so there, there are worse stage dives than eight、um, styles. He wouldn't have loose change in those trousers. Doesn't look like he'd have any room for them. Well, it wouldn't you know be loose I mean. change. I mean, there are tight trousers. He goes for the the Daniel Craig as Bond fit on the suit. Yeah, he's a skinny. These youngsters do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that that's all right if you're skinny. I think. Oh, he's skinny. I like his.、Look. I'm noticing he that、cool. he's he's gone for.、Um, Pink suit with black shirt, well, that、oh, very、yeah. Elvis、okay. Presley. Yes,、look. yes. Elvis's favourite colours, and he's even got like one of those F hole guitars, which is very fifties.、Mm. So they all they all love Elvis. They got their new ideas. What, but what he does, Frank, which isn't very Elvis and isn't very rock star, is after the stage dive went wrong, it's rather sweet. He apologised. That、yeah. was nice. He went on stage. He said sorry about that. Yeah, sorry it went wrong. Of course, if he wants, if he really wants to follow、uh, Elvis's stage outfit in the seventies, Elvis used to have a pistol wedged in one of his boots. Because his thing was, if, if ever he was shot at on stage, he wanted to make sure that he took out the assassin before he、uh, <laughs> bled to death. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> and I've always loved the idea of Elvis in a white flared jumpsuit splattered with blood, firing wildly into a crowd of, of fans in last people throwing themselves. Much more endangered by the the, the dying gone crazed Elvis than the assassin. <laughs> Oh, man, what an image. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Yeah, the the Elvis um, thing with Harry Styles. (laughs) I'm not going to go back to the... uh, Anything about Elvis just makes me laugh. Um, Is that... um, it's also, he looked, the, the look he'd gone for was a bit what Shaking Stevens arrived at. So it was like yeah. Elvis, Elvis's look gone through the Shaking Stevens filter. It was a bit Elvis um, as available from your fancy dress shop. Yeah, but, uh, you know, he looked he look nice. I'm not knocking styles. I nice. love styles. Shaking styles, that's what I call <laughs> him now. Which I think is one of the things the uh, Countryside Alliance... Yeah. Protested against, wasn't yes, it? Yes, that's right. Wobbly style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it was. Um, he also said, uh, he said the reason he did the stage dive, he spoke about it afterwards, and he said uh, the moment felt right. Well, that's the best reason to do anything, I think. But you fell on your face, love. Oh, no, but I know, but I blame them for not catching him. Yeah, me too. I mean, he's, he's got a very predictable trajectory. Yeah. One direction. <laughs> 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 anyway, he's not the only heartthrob in the news this week, I noticed. Did you see um, there's a new film uh, about I King Arthur? Say. Yes. Yeah. Featuring Bex. Feet. Well, Feet, Feet, Feet Bex. Feet, as Guy Ritchie calls him, Old Bexy. Whenever I hear the name Guy Ritchie, why do I immediately think of a tweed cap? Oh, because they said in the papers that it was his trademark flat, flat cap, and I felt a bit annoyed that I don't think it was his trademark. I think, yeah, there are certain celebrities that when you name them, like Jenny Murray, large scarf. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 100. You, you, you just associate with one. I mean, some of them have made a big point. Samuel L. Jackson, Kangol, cap. Yes. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I do think of Guy Ritchie as, as, as a sort of... the That's way Roger, You know Roger Daltrey on his trout farm in the 1970s? Right. Is that sort yes. of, uh, I'm a bit of a lad, cockney lad, but I live in the country yes. sort of vibe. Yeah, he's got that vibe, yeah. But mm. um, I've never met Guy Ritchie, I'm sure he's a lovely fella. I know fella. exactly what you mean. A Bill Gates uh, polo shirt. Yeah. Is that what Bill Gates... I can't see, I don't... It's a Microsoft adventure, it's a polo shirt. It's those sort of very people. Very off the peg, isn't yeah. it, Yeah, Silicon Gates. Valley, Normcore. He doesn't look like he's ever been measured by a tailor, does he? No. It's all off the peg, even with his money. He's yeah. Been off the peg. Now, this, this Beckham film... The Gap. Well, it's not the Beckham film. It's, it's the Guy Ritchie film, King but it's become Arthur, the it? Beckham film. And he... His character's called Trigger. Yeah. Yeah. He plays a Cockney guard in it. Have you seen his performance? Well, I looked at the, a brief extract on the um, the internet. That's not an extract, that's the whole performance. Oh, is it? Three He's lines. only got three lines. Three lines? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's not a bad title for me. <laughs> Maybe an extra consonant in their vowel, sorry. He, I can tell you his lines. Go on. I think yeah, you would both it. do a better job. Well, he looked fantastic. He I looks thought. incredible. Yeah. But it's not Although his I fault. Although f- I felt that he should have had helmet hair. Let, <laughs> yeah. let me explain what that is. 
um, <laughs> is that they all had their sort of um, their helmets like knights of old used to wear, but his yeah. hair looked absolutely immaculate, which suggested he arrived, took off his helmet, and then had his hair zhuzhed. Mm. Um, yeah. And I as think- you know, my view, zhuzhed <laughs> not. <laughs> so, yeah, um, but he did, he looked really uh, fair play. I think he did a good job. My problem is that I think villains are better when they're posher. I think posh villains are good, posh. but he's gone for the Cockney approach. Well, I suppose the last footballer that Guy Ritchie plucked out of um, the sports field to the to the uh, to Hollywood, Vinny yes. was sort of classically Cockney, so it's a tradition now. Isn't and it? also, I think. Maybe that's what happened. Perhaps Guy Ritchie was thinking, I need a villain, I need someone posh. And perhaps he phoned up for posh. And, <laughs> and she was busy. Uh, and Beckham went, oh, yeah. I could do it. And I'll so do it. there you go. That's how I it have happened. To say the man that. says, the character says, where do you want me? He says, bouncing on my knee, where do you think I want you? Hands on the heel, stupid. Right. Oh. I think that'd be better posh. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, there is another element which I'd like to discuss <laughs> after this. Absolute Radio. Is old Bexy? Oh, Bexy. Is that a bit of a Paul Ince, the governor, sort of made up nickname that no one actually calls him? What, Bex? Well, Bex, I've heard, but not old Bexy. Bexy, they, he was calling him Guy Ritchie, and I thought, I'm not sure that is. Is that not just Guy Ritchie's been, you know, yeah. southern? Well, they're new friends, they all aren't they? They call each other old, don't they? Uh, yeah. Uh, all right, I bet he said Jonesy as well, didn't he, about Vinnie yeah. Jones? Oh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, there's a bit where, in case you don't know, it's about um, it's about King Arthur, the film. Yeah. Can I say it cost $100 million, that film? Hmm. How many series of Merlin could they have made for that? <laughs> Good point. Good Which point. was about the Arthurian legends in a, in a fabulously interesting and well-put-together way. You won't read that in any of the tabloids about King Arthur. No, maybe not. You won't read how many series of Merlin could have been made instead. No. Anyway, it's about... It, this particular scene is about the bit when they pull the sword out of the stone. Yeah, yeah I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's straight Which you may remember. You may remember it featured scene. in the film Sword in the Stone. If you're <laughs> interested in spoilers, I, I hate it when they give it away in the title, Frank. Mm. This, I thought um, Bex's reaction when uh, when the sword got pulled out again, not a colloquialism, um, was I thought that was pretty good. I like that bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and interesting, I thought all his bits when he didn't speak were particularly good. <laughs> and Vinnie Jones, if I remember, doesn't speak till the very end of Lockstock. So maybe that's the way and to use. And we all remember right. what he said. Yeah, indeed. It's been emotional. Yeah. But anyway, so the guy is holding onto the sword, trying to pull it the out. The guy, oh, not Guy Ritchie. No. no. Okay. I don't know who a the guy. actor is. He's behind, yeah. isn't he? He's behind the scenes. Yeah. in a cat. So he's obviously <laughs> Arthur-to-be, and he's pulling uh, on this sword... And and you hear David Beckham off camera go, Oi, those <laughs> hands. <laughs> Do right? you? Yeah. Now, there are many things in about this, but I, the Oi, those hands sounds like a completely different sound quality to the rest of the film. Oh. I think... And there's no shot of him saying it. He's done it in the studio. I think he went away. I don't think he's. I think he's. Guy Ritchie said, "Can you come in and do um, oi, um, oi, both hands? We really need it for the film." And Bex has said, "I'm a bit busy. I've got a bit of catwalk modelling and a bit of uh, underpants, underpants meeting." Yeah. Um, Can I just send you a sound file? 
You think he's done, he's it, done it on the mobile voicemail. phone? Yeah. <laughs> it's like your some of them will fall on stony ground. <laughs> it is like that, though, because you, it's, it's pulling at this thought, boy, both hands. Is that what? So it's like as a, a, a railway you know station what? announcement. He's oh. done it in the car. It's, there's traffic. It's a bit muffled. This is the, it's not worked. This is the downside of having got a, a major star to do uh, an busy. actor's job. Too busy. If that had been an actor, they'd have been like, I'd love to come in and do it in the studio for another. Yeah. Well, I remember the days when you needed an equity card, love. Yes. Oh. <laughs> but he could get one if he needed one. Oh, Whatever happened can. to equity cards? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I had an equity card. The only thing I they did ever Frank. did for me was to try and stop me doing a TV show. Thanks for that, equity <laughs> for listening. <laughs> Looking back, it wasn't bad advice. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've had a Correxionian. Uh, oh, actually, this is from a couple. We'll Small do. Steve says, Vinnie Jones has loads of dialogue in Lockstock. It's gone in 60 seconds that he doesn't speak till the end. Apologies, <sighs> Steve. But you know what? It felt like the moment felt right, and we I, went for it. I've been yeah. a damn fool myself. <laughs> That's right. We have. We all say sorry. We Steve. all say sorry, and I feel like we've, we've inadvertently kicked you in the head with our Gucci shoe. Yes. We didn't mm. mean it. Um, while we're on the subject of apologies, 342 has uh, texted, in the dying seconds of last week's show, <laughs> when it was too late to text, Emily referred to Mac and cheese, or probably mm. Mm. I was disappointed, <laughs> Frank, that you let this pass. We have been perfectly happy with macaroni cheese as a name since time began. That's a bit of a stretch. Or at least since macaroni began. I don't associate it with began. perfect happiness. I don't associate it with since time began. This... But you're right, macaroni cheese is... Um... I can, I can oh, buy whoa, whoa, whoa. that. He goes on to say, this silly Americanism must be resisted. The nation looks to you How on matters you like this, that? Frank. Oh. Do please be vigilant. Well, I do my best. Yeah. Well, hang on. Uh, excuse me, what about me? My feelings and all of this. Oh, hashtag I, feelings. One, <laughs> I'd like to apologise. I did, I was guilty of that. I think what's happened is it's infected me because of menus. I see it on menus all the time. Oh, and yeah. the uh, American corruptions... Yeah. Have infected me. I apologise again. <laughs> there's a um, there's a, a stall on Camden Market that just sells uh, mac and cheese. I think it's called mac and cheese. Oh yeah, mm. I mean the stall. The stall is called mac and cheese. I believe so, but hey, I stand to be corrected. Peter, get yourself down there. Be vigilant. <laughs> get out. Get down there and correct them. Yeah, it never used to be a solo meal, did it? That's the that's the big change. It's not the name. It's that people now just have it on its own. Do they? Yeah, they buy it in little tubs and just eat it like that. Well, that's how I thought. I mean, where's the yeah. where's the vegetable? Oh, you've changed. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, there's kids listen to this show. What happened to you? Where's oh, the greens? <laughs> where's the greens in a macaroni cheese? Yeah, eight, twelve, fifteen. <laughs> Skinner, Dean, and Cochrane together, the Frank Skinner Show. And then 904 has been in touch to say, Morning, Emily. Specifically addressed to me. Nice. Just saying. I wondered if Frank thought the King Arthur film was cheeky, using the TV Merlin actress, the girl who played Morgana in its film. That's from Lottie, who says, I constantly use facts from the show to make myself sound funny. Oh. Uh. <laughs> 
She uses facts, not yeah, jokes. We don't use that many facts. So, uh... Oh, yeah, to be fair, you say that, but just this morning you've pointed out Isaac Newton was a nasty piece of work for the second time. That's yeah. true. I, um... I didn't know that they'd used the woman who played M- Morgana. She was very good as Morgana. But you see, that's that's what... The, people either wanted Merlin or they didn't. Right. Don't, don't say we don't want it and then use it for spare parts. Oh, yeah. I hate that. Anyway, I don't mind a bit of stunt casting, so I'm with David Beckham. It stood me in good stead. And also, I think it's slightly yeah. unfair, slightly unfair to criticise a footballer's acting. We don't criticise actors' footballing, do we, when we see them playing? Yeah, sometimes. Oh, do we? Yeah. Oh, OK. <laughs> I'll take that. What, charity yeah. matches and stuff like that? You go, and oh, they, he's rubbish. They like, tried to make him look unattractive and they couldn't. Is no. that what happened? The they fa- gave him the some face is unbreakable. Tissue. But now he's yeah he look he looks perfect in it and I think if he'd have been an ordinary actor saying that stuff you wouldn't have even noticed it three lines here and there three lines here <laughs> or there three lines here or there two of them on set and one of them on his um, sound file over the uh... apparently um, <laughs> he didn't he didn't see it as a lot this Charlie Hunnam is it Hunnam Charlie yes, Hunnam yes queer as folk his co-star said, I thought it was a lark. I thought he was just going to show up for a laugh because he's Guy's friend, but he took it all very, very seriously. That's what he said. Two verys. Mm. I yeah, think well, we already knew that David Beckham took a knighthood very, very seriously, didn't we? I think yeah. if David Beckham hears his wife singing in the shower and thinks to himself, she's sold, sold 80 million records, <laughs> you are going to get a can-do mentality, <laughs> which you're liable to take into other areas of work. <laughs> This is uh, Frank Skinner with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show on 81215. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. We haven't uh, visited our special place this week. <laughs> hmm. Well, you know what our special place is. Oh, I don't know. We have many special yeah, yeah. places. <laughs> Could mean, I don't think she means email corner. I, I, I suspect she means the... Um, Oh, Stony Ground, that the revisiting place. of your. Yeah. Uh, do you want to? New readers start here. I do yeah. a uh, live, a live panel show on ITV on Tuesday nights, and because live, it's live, yes, I know. It means <laughs> that some of the jokes on there that yeah. I do, um, well, as I like to board it, they, they fall, they fall on Stony Ground. Hence, this jingle. Some of them fall on Stony Ground. Oh, it smells of the grave. Well, <laughs> which is quite correct. Anyway, not, not this week is my guess because I have a text here. Seven eight six has texted. Mm-hmm. Hi Frank, I was in the studio audience on Tuesday oh. for Don't Ask Me, Ask Britain. You were great. We don't normally read out praise. Come on, <laughs> we're going to allow it this time. All your jokes got laughs. <gasps> All. All my jokes. I didn't notice any uncomfortable silences, did you? Question wow, <laughs> mark. Did you get a clean sheet, Frank? That's amazing. I didn't quite. I don't think I quite got a clean sheet. And then we've got a PS. I love a PS. Was that a real cigar that Jonathan Ross had in the breaks? No, oh. um, that's an e cigar. No, he loves them. Mm. Are those e cigars? He does. Uh, the, I think the terrible thing that. is that he bought a stock of e cigars, and now the company stopped making them, and <gasps> he's. He's nearing the end. Oh, really? If I could get Jonathan Ross some e-cigars, I would would buy them now. So if anyone's got any 
Word on the street, and where I can get a cigar. Last friendship. What they call dead stock in the trainer world, like dead stock. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm hoping that there'll be some sort of huggy bear figure, shadowy figure, (laughs) might help you out on the streets. Is it, what do you mean that tie that you used to put on the sides of um, <laughs> bedposts and stuff? Do you remember that, Huggy Bear? No. Huggy Bear, Huggy Bear. No. Well, you can put him anywhere. I don't like the sound of Huggy Bear. No. Uh, I found he was uh, over-familiar. We've had... Uh, <laughs> uh, that was lovely, that message you read out. However, mm-hmm. I'm afraid Weasel doesn't yeah. agree. Weasel says, Frank nearly made it through with no stony ground, but managed it with butter paws right at the whistle. You know what, he's right. Is he? At the oh, very, really? the show was ended. My work was done. <laughs> so tell My us what happened. My work was done. You and, clocked out. And it was, about, it, it was a question about whether parents should be allowed to microchip their children so they know where they are. Oh, yeah. Right. And... Um, I just had one thought right to the end. I, it was finished. The, the conversation was finished. It was Xander Armstrong just closing the show. And I said, didn't they used to put butter on their paws? Isn't that? And, and I managed to squeeze in at the very <laughs> 11th hour. <laughs> and I thought it was a reasonable but joke. Frank also, to end the show on an SG... I know, to go Because you always like to end on a laugh. I want explanation. The joke. It's It's what people used to do with kittens. Did they? They used to put butter on their paws. So if they wandered off out the house, 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 they would be able to sort of smell the butter and it would take them back. Oh, I see. I thought it was... Common parlance. Oh. How did the cuckoo spit material go down? <laughs> no, well, I think that's next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but so, yeah, so I managed at the last minute to create a little pocket of silence. Oh. It wouldn't be the same without an SG. No, exactly. I, I, I was all right with it, to be honest. But, um, was I? That's not, that isn't true. I absolutely lied about it. I like, got it. It's like the floor in the rug, though. I don't want you to think because I'm talking about these things that they don't hurt me tremendously. <laughs> Everyone, every joke that doesn't work <laughs> is like somebody punching me in the stomach very, very I hard. I felt that was clear <laughs> yeah, throughout. Okay. You would get it, but I don't, people think he doesn't care, Frank. If no, you're wrong about that, I must say. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. I think butter paws might be a thing. I've got some proof. Uh, 417. You think it might be a thing? (laughs) (laughs) How dare you? I had my doubts. I had my doubts. Frank, we used to put butter on the cat's paws as a kitten, but she used to eat it and then just wander (laughs) off for days on end from John. I I didn't say it worked. I wasn't championing it. I thought you were doing the PR for them. (laughs) 424, yeah, says putting butter on the paws anchors them to the house. It anchors them. Meanwhile, 424 also says. Is that a pun on anchor butter? Oh. oh, maybe it, it is. may well be. Hey, it doesn't get by me. <laughs> I like that. Very good. Oh, thanks. Mm. I'm surprised someone said we didn't put it on my cat Flora to really go for it with all the margarines. <laughs> yeah. So um, this week's text then: What do people get out of visiting Madame Two Swords? <laughs> <laughs> Eight twelve fifteen. 12, 15 there. <laughs>
<laughs> what do they get? What? Why? Why do they go? Yeah. Why is it like go? going to an art gallery? Is it that kind of thrill? Or is it like seeing celebrities? Is it that kind of thrill? Well, also, do Somewhere in the middle. Don't they just look at the pictures online of the celebrities? Well, they're everywhere now, celebrities. Yeah. You can see them on television, for par example. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas, is, that, is it better to see them in the... F- in the wax. <laughs> in the wax. <laughs> but why? What's the lure? It, what is the lure of it? I, I don't find, get it. I find it downright creepy and always also, have done, even how, as a child. Well, yes. Can I, can I moot a subsequent text? Moot, moot away. How threatened are Madame Two Swords by the uh, advent of 3D printing? Which, well, I mean, that could. That well, could I don't know. They seem confident in their skin. They, they do, don't In their waxy well, skin. And they still do this this weird PR opportunity where the celebrity poses with well, their waxwork. Now, dummy. that mm. <laughs> is one of the great <laughs> photographic cliches. <laughs> There's somebody, it would be like Petula Clark yeah. looking at, at the wax Petula Clark. That used yeah. to be. That, I would put that up there in the three great photo cliches yeah. of with. <laughs> Slimmer of the year, holding out their former trousers <laughs> to show how much um, space there is in them. And, of course, a line of working-class women uh, kicking their legs simultaneously into the air. Yeah. Um, if you can think holding of any other, any other photographic cliches from the newspapers... Yeah, I've got one. Go on. What about the lottery winner with the glass of champagne? Oh, oh yes. Holding oversized cheque. Hello. Big oh, cheque. Yes. Love a big cheque. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, support so, Arsenal. <laughs> I um yes what about um I got that joke huh? what yeah. about disgruntled woman holding um bag of crisps and holding a roasted mouse head <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been to Madame Tussaud for a time it seems to me that standards have dropped well, as far as I can tell Italian and wearing a cowboy hat <laughs> No, but I drove past the other day. I think you have to get it in a multicolored backpack. It's <laughs> the only way you can get it. I drove past it the other day, and they were advertising um, Spider Man. What? Well, I mean, I could make a Spider Man waxwork. Could you? Well, I mean, you just that's get the outfit. Still involved. Just, you know what? They just... the, you could put the uh, just put the mask over a cantaloupe. Just, <laughs> 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 oh, Frank probably just stole a mannequin from River Island. Yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. The They're not available. using them anymore. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, Julie seems to be a fan of Madame Two Swords. Oh, okay. Well, texted in. Can she tell me what she gets out of it? She gets out of it. Where else could you give Albert Einstein and Usain Bolt a hug in one day? Well, can you give them a hug, oh. though? I don't think. Probably don't my think parents' allowed, front Julie. room at some point. <laughs> I don't know if you're uh, allowed to. I mean, because what they're going to get, they're going to get arm shaped indentations where the. Um, Body temperature has, has softened the wax. One two four has messaged us. What about the pretty female sixth formers celebrating their A level results by jumping in the air, knees bent? Ah, uh, yes, very good. The we had one uh, that used to get in our local papers was if any uh, anyone did well at school, which didn't happen that much in our area. I remember a girl had qualified um, to study geography at uh, university, mm. they had a picture of her in a mortarboard hat, which no <laughs> one's worn in education for, except for ceremonies for a long time, and um, holding a map of the world. <laughs> oh, yeah. All there. All there. 
You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8 a.m. on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the Southeast on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. Um, don't don't forget the texting. What do people get out of visiting Madame Tussauds? <laughs> 8, 12, 15. Well, we have got an answer to that. Have we? We've also received many suggestions for... Uh, <laughs> Photographic cliches. Photographic yes. cliches. I mean, tons of PCs. them. PCs. I don't know if you knew that you were about to open a Pandora's box of tech. You've lit up the switchboard. Yeah. Have I? Yeah, we should get a photo of a lit up switchboard. <laughs> I don't know where to begin. Go I'll on, find just, a place. What just, about Matt? Olympians biting their medals. That's a good one. That is. Uh, what about local councillor in hard hat viewing <laughs> leisure facility <laughs> being built? Oh, <laughs> Ed Hassett, people holding a big fish they've just caught. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, especially in angling times. Oh, yeah, that of happens a lot. Oh, We've had a lot thanks. of uh, Jason, who's one of our regulars, so I'll go to him. My favourite is when two people pretend to push the Leaning Tower of Pisa. <laughs> is that a press one or is that one that people do? That's more of a uh, on street street photo. Personal well, Frank. Mrs Trellis has got one which is definitely a press one, which is angry mother holding up letter with sad child in background. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, unspecified reason. Yeah. But this does happen. What about yeah. um, horse's face? Horse's face. In, in some How of dare the, you? In some of the um, <laughs> horse racing papers and the sports pages, sometimes you get a picture of a horse's face, and I thought, yeah. what, have, what have I gained <laughs> from seeing that? So it'll say underneath, like you know, magic minstrel. 2.30 came to... I thought, oh, that's what he looks like. <laughs> Keep an eye out for him. And it's probably not him. I never recognise them when well, they're not in their racing jersey. As I said, Frank. Take your phone down to the photo bloke. Have you got a picture of Magic Minstrel? <laughs> um, what colour is he? Brown? Yes. <laughs> yes, I've got him. The thing is, I've said this before, the celebrity horse, those days are over. No, I mean, in our day, true. you know, they were these were people were in 3am columns, these horses. I mean, also on a sporting theme, we've got Frank and Associates, photo cliche, snooker playing team all lined up to hit the same cue ball. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Shudder. Yes. <laughs> and uh, proud pet owner holding heroic and often oversized cat or rabbit. <laughs> 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 Less pride nowadays. Hint of shame, I think, in the <laughs> obese pet. Yeah. True. So the Madam Two Swords email, I feel like you'll enjoy this. It's informative. Um, Madam Two Swords. Maybe people go to Two Swords for the uncanny valley effect, which is the attraction slash revulsion we feel towards figures that look almost human, but mm. not quite. Uh, and there's a book recommendation you should read We're All Completely Beside Ourselves by Karen Joy Fowler if you're really interested in this. Victorian automatons are brilliant for this too. Automatons? Cre- yeah, whatever. <laughs> automatons, But an yes. automaton's a bit... You've got a bit more going on there. Uh, in, indeed, but maybe that's what, uh, what, it's, what it's for. We've Madame had some criticism as well. What? Well, let's come, let's come. What, of two swords? No, of our, of our trashing swords... Oh. Oh, really? Someone's upset with us. Let's hear it. Okay. <laughs> Is it from M to C? Come on. Okay, okay. 774. People who cease to view the world without wonderment should not be on the radio. Madame Two Swords is a British inter- institution. Leave it alone. Yes, hence the name. 
Also, without wonderment. Madam <laughs> Very British. I believe she fled from the Reign of Terror, if I remember rightly, where she used to make death masks of the severed heads. Now we're supposed to sympathise with her. I don't think so. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. I'd just like to briefly return to 774's correspondence. <coughs> Which one was that? Well, we, oh, yeah. we got ticked off for dissing Madame Tussauds. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And 774 had said, people who cease to view the world without wonderment, which I think might be a double negative that doesn't actually work, because I think if we cease to view it without wonderment... We used to view it without wonderment, yeah. but now we view it with wonderment. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it's a, it's a, Those people should not be on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, I um, I don't want to be picky, but I think after the mac and cheese, yes, I do. feel I've, I've been placed in a position now where pedantry is my yeah. mission. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. Going to have to uh, withdraw that, that mm-hmm. actual text. Yeah. So, um, I, what I'd like to know about Madame Tussauds, then, now that their fans are gathering, <laughs> is do they still, as a gimmick, remember this is the place we're supposed to love as a British institution, do they yeah. still put the 20th century murderers in their <laughs> actual clothes. They used to yeah. brag about the fact that there were suits that the murderers actually right? owned and had worn. Yeah. So they used, you know, if you, if you went and saw John Reginald Christie, was that yeah, his name? He yeah. was wearing his own shirt and tie and pinstripe suit. Oh, that's so creepy. There's something very creepy about that. I mean, don't get me wrong, I loved it at the time. I mean, I'm <laughs> interested by that. that sounds yeah. so when do like... they stop with these murders well, as well? Like come on. Yeah, how recent can you go? I mean, if you I keep mean... them 20th century, I suppose you're giving them a bit of distance. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I mean, do they do topical stuff? I don't, Madden too, so. I don't think so. Well, now I they've got not. Spider-Man, of course. Any, I might my own waxworks. Well, Come around and see my Mexican wrestler's tableau. <laughs> <laughs> On the subject we were talking... Oh, there used to be... Sorry, famous Nazis. There used to be a famous Nazis one. And they'd all be in a little enclosure looking like they were in like a VIP box at some <laughs> sports event, which I'm sure they often were. Certainly the, uh, the, oh. yeah, the Jesse Owens Olympics. <laughs> yeah, but they used to have them all... Um, plans. I remember a very, very good um, Rudolf Hess, but they probably had a better look at him as he landed in Scotland. But, again, famous Nazis, is that all right? No. Absolutely yeah, not. what about the obscure Nazis? They did their bit. Anyway, carry on. We've had a missive in from... You know, we were also talking about sort of photo clichés. Oh, yes. And 598 is complaining, saying the photographer from the Staff magazine wants us to pose... Um, wants us to pose after a charity run with our shoes and socks off, rubbing <laughs> our feet after the run. I think you should refuse. Yeah, I no, you're I can do it. Do it. Why? Because you'll look back on that with affection. No, it's the same moment that photographers say to you, "Can you do something wacky?" And you go, "No." Well, yeah, like, that's surely. how you no, end I up. No, I just do something wacky. Oh, do you? <laughs> Hello, we were of the year over there. You've been in one of those photos. What about I was on, I was on a red carpet and I, I gave a, a thumbs up in a picture, and the bloke said, "We never use thumbs up pictures unless it's, <laughs> unless it's Paul McCartney." <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. There was a... Oh, sorry, go on. I was just going to say, we've had an L pl- uh, a, a photo cliché from Ian Angel Angle. Uh, new driver tearing up L plates. Now, I think... Oh, yeah. ..that happened a lot, but now L plates are sort of a plasticky yeah, thing. Yeah, they take some ripping now. Oh. I wonder if... 
wonder if ripping up L plates could be a whatever happened to, as well as a photo cliche. Yeah. I think that oh. little tip there, if there's anyone out there, when you go for your test, take some uh, wire cutters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for your L plates. Just in case out. you pass. Yeah, I have a question on the um, why do people go to Madame Tussauds theme. Go on. <laughs> you started. In Blackpool, there used to be a Louis Tussauds. Like, there was a family um, rivalry going oh, on. like yes. Adidas and Puma. I believe uh, the Ross, Jonathan Ross family are big fans of that. Of Louis of Tussauds. Louis Tussauds. Yes. I was oh, a big I'll fan be. for all the wrong reasons of one. We already had a Western Supermare resident in. Western Supermare used to have a waxworks. The biggest load of rubbish I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> wonder if that's there. Is that what it's called? And they had Muhammad Ali in there. Oh. They could have just called it a black person. Oh. Looked absolutely nothing <laughs> like him whatsoever. Awful. Anyway, if, if it's still open, can I say I really enjoyed it? I recommend you go. <laughs> <laughs> what else is happening well, in your life? I had an incident which I'd like oh, to discuss with you both. Paul incident. Yeah. <laughs> the the gov- just call me the governess. <laughs> okay. The governess. I was in my North London manor taking my dog Ray out for a walk this week. Mm-hmm. I'm walking, I'm not sure what the direction is. I wouldn't be able to tell the policeman, give a full statement, but it was up the hill. Were you proceeding in a northeasterly direction? I direct? proceeded. I look over to the pub on my left. There's a child, I'm going to go nine years old, maybe ten, playing a trumpet. And he's playing the theme to Star Wars, repeatedly. Mm. Which theme? The main du, one. Du, am I allowed to sing it? Or like, well, we have to oh, play that's someone. A good point. That's yeah, all right. I don't, but we know the one we mean. It's sort of about it, the beginning of it, yeah? Oh, yeah. He's playing those notes over and over and over again. It's it's a great tune. It's a great tune. It's a great tune. I was really happy with it. He looked quite cool. He had this kind of black bob. He was was a very cool kid. What, a sheepdog? I suddenly see this guy. There was a sheepdog called Black Bob. used to be in the dandy. (laughs) At one point, this man comes out. He's trying to have a phone conversation. He's obviously irritated. Hmm. You know, and he thinks this boy is a weirdo. So he says... I'm sorry, I can hardly hear myself think there's some seven-year-old playing Star Wars. Mm. And I got irritated by this man, because I like that kid singing for his supper. See, if I'd have been the seven-year-old, I'd have thought, well, he recognised it. Well, quite. <laughs> yeah. And also, it was the fact that he was trying to put him down by knocking two or three years off his age, I didn't yeah, like. Yeah. That was a low blow. Mm-hmm. So I went over, and I put... He had a, the case open, the trumpet case, and I put some money in it. So I yeah. put 70p quid. in it. Oh. That's all I had. OK. That With, I'd him, say about, there were about tw- at least 12 5Ps in there. That's all I had. And he suddenly stopped playing. He came running over to me in the most middle-class voice and he went, what are you doing? I just had my music case open. <laughs> I said, I'm so sorry. Oh. I thought you were busking. Oh. <laughs> so I'm practising. So I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. So I, I left Hold it. Hold on, so he's practising <laughs> in the street? Yeah, he was practising in the street. Then a woman comes over. She says, can't you play something else? I said, well, he's just practising. I wish he'd have then played something else by Eddie Cochran. <laughs> I got good. quite angry and defensive on his behalf. I said, no, you carry on as you were with Star Wars. <laughs> it was great. You carry on with that. Gave the woman a filthy look. Walked down, came back. Suddenly there was what looked to be his twin, also playing a trumpet, also now playing Star Wars. What? Uh-huh. So I thought, the 70p's gone, may I add. Yeah. So I thought, this is this is getting quite strange. What happened then is so surreal, you're going to think I'm lying, and I promise I'm not. OK. Julian Barrett from the Mighty Booth <laughs> walks out of the pub oh, and starts conducting them. So 
I and it he's was, got two kids. So well, maybe his... it was him. I mean, at that point, there's no punchline to this. I just don't know what happened. I just had to leave. It was getting too strange. But maybe it's his children. If so, they were they were fantastic and they were very good trumpeters. But how much stranger could it have got? This isn't one of those links where we analyse dreams, is it? <laughs> This is a real story. Did I miss Emily? I had a weird dream that you need to analyse this. What about in in Edinburgh when, in an attempt to be light hearted, (laughs) I went up to a didgeridoo player and said, Can you play All by Myself by Eric (laughs) Carmen? And he just glowered. Glowered. That's the word, I think. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Morning, team. First time texter, long term listener. Um, some phrase of the show, which I'll, I'll ignore, obviously. Mm. On the subject of Madame Two Swords, I can't help feeling it's for the kind of people who still have the imagination that enables them to believe they are standing next to Darth Vader or Spider-Man. Adults should just sit back, pay the bill, and be happy that their kids are happy. It does not matter what adults think of it. It's not meant for us. I'm, I'm struggling to get past the uh, pay the bill and be happy. <laughs> I, and also, in the same sentence. I don't what do we say to 492? I don't think it's sold as a children's entertainment, is it? I, lots of adults go there, to, you know, without children to yeah. look yeah. at. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm asking what? What is the thrill of it? What are you... What is it like... I mean, for example, if I... There's a, there's an, a, a sculptor called Ron Mook. You know, yes. and he makes incredibly Amazing. realistic Incredible. human beings of various sizes. I don't feel the same at, Ma- at Madame Tussaud as I do. <laughs> as I do. Also, there. I don't necessarily think if the kids are happy that that's that's necessarily. Anyway, fair, this is they... by the by. Are they still the murderers' real suits? <laughs> Eight, twelve, fifteen. So, what about my dog groomer Sophie? Who's lovely? She looks after all my canine grooming needs. Shout oh, out okay. to Sophie. You're I doing started. A shout out. No, I won't do a shout out. But I, st- I take Ray there regularly, and they have a lovely relationship. But she's she's a young girl, and she and I get on very well. Mm. And we were chatting. I don't like the way this is going. Well, I didn't like the way it was going either that because she smoke. asked me how old I was, which obviously I'll never announce she on the radio did show. What she did? I told her. Not something I do often, but you I trust told her. her. This is like the name of Doctor Who. <laughs> Never then, to be uttered. She then said, which I think she thought was a nice thing to say, she said, Oh my God, I can't believe you're so old. Wow. <sighs> Have we got a ticking clock? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what we need for that. Uh, um, I'm trying to think was, of um, anything. It was orcs, Frank. Yes. So what's worse, that, I do love Sophie. The other thing, we've got to, I know we're wrapping up, but what about when I got in a cab this week and I put my makeup on and he said as I was about to get out, oh, my God, so different. Which <laughs> 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 is worse. That's that Roy Woods wizard makeup you wear. I've told you that. He actually said he that. He said, I can't believe it. He was Spanish. <laughs> he, actually, he was Spanish. He said, I cannot believe it. So different. <laughs> Still, it suggests you know you're getting your money's worth yeah. out of that. So if anyone can find his body in the um, <laughs> woodland area, good luck. Oh wow, is he in a clearing? <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for listening this morning. Um, and um, I think we uh, could you um, bring on the feathers. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio back Saturday morning from eight. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Salute Radio.